This is Tom and Bach, coming at you live from Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America, on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Tom Stevens. I'm not commenting on that until I'm ready to comment on it. Jake Bakoven. You watch the game. You figure it out, huh? What do you think? Tom and Bach starts now. <laughs> you watch the game. I, the, the funniest co- comment about that Bo Pelini comment was the pause at the end of it. Yeah, <laughs> you, you watch you it. Out. You figure it out. I just, he, he can't resist the final parting shot. I love that about Bo Pelini. If you haven't figured it out, by the way, I know some people are, ask us from time to time, well, whose voice is that? All our show openings are of former head coach or uh, former coaches oh, and just yeah. in general. Um, so if you have a trouble trying to figure Who out are all what's the, going we have, on there. We have some Riley. Uh, yeah. we, I think there's some Banker in there. There's some definitely Bill Bo. Callahan. There's Bill Callahan. No Solage, right? I don't think any Solage. Maybe we should, we should get him on we, there. We need to get some Solage mixed in there. Reduzco. Uh, now maybe we can get Reduzco on there. That's right. <laughs> now, now we can, yeah, that's right. We'll bring back the hits, that's for sure. And that's kind of what today is, just uh, a rotating uh, thing about what, where Husker football is going. I mean, we have different topics within the framework of that. Uh, but at the bottom of the hour, I want, to, uh, I want to talk more about what the Nebraska offense should look like. I, I actually don't anticipate or even hope for a big change. I just hope they do it better. Uh, I'd love to see them continue to recruit quarterbacks like Adrian Martinez. I would just like them to be less turnover prone. Yeah. Uh, I the running backs recruiting has to be better. It has to be, be dr- yep. dramatically better. That's been a, a massive fail under Scott Frost. Uh, wide receivers getting better. Tight ends pretty good. Offensive line we like the talent. Uh, they just don't develop, and that's the reason that uh, you you got to assume that Greg Austin has moved on. The quarterback has not gotten better dramatically, yeah. uh, at least from his freshman year to the senior year, like he should have. You know, this year hasn't been horrible, uh, so that's why Verdusco is gone. Orion uh, Held, I thought maybe a little bit of a surprise, but you haven't been able to, to you know get. Uh, Divine Azigbo since Divine Azigbo left town, and you didn't recruit that guy. Yeah, right? you didn't play him for half a season. <laughs> Nor did you play him <laughs> for half a season. So I, I understand uh, why that happened, and we'll go into it a little bit later Were you on. a little surprised by Lubick, or did you kind of feel like that was coming too? Because yeah. I, I don't know if I've seen three offensive coordinators in a five-year span other than maybe Alabama yeah. where they move on to get good jobs. Um, it's it's going to be – it's it's weird. It's it's going to be different. I, I actually I, – I like Lubick in between the 20s. Uh, it's it's in that red zone that they haven't figured out how to score uh, touchdowns, and I think mostly because of the running game. I, I actually liked – I was hoping for Lubick in some way maybe that he would come back uh, and get more control because I don't feel like – Frost ever really totally released that to yeah. Lubick. It was part his, part Matt's, and so sometimes it was conservative a little bit. Sometimes it was foot on the throttle, and I, I just never figured – I don't think they ever figured it out. But we will have uh, that discussion a little bit later on. Uh, Nebraska basketball tonight. Uh, women are actually playing as we speak, so maybe we can get a report from DP a little bit later on. Oh, that's right. Uh, the women are playing Maine. Uh, that started at noon, just tipped off. <laughs> At PBA, but the the men play Western Illinois tonight. Kobe Webster's old team, yeah, uh, where he had over fourteen hundred points. He was really good at eighty five starts 
at Western Illinois. But that's probably not the biggest story in college basketball tonight. It might be uh, Michigan State taking on number three Kansas, or it could be uh, probably actually is going to be Duke versus Kentucky because yeah. this is Coach K's final year, um, and they might have the best player in college basketball, Paulo Banchero of uh, Duke. He's going to be fun to watch, like 6'10". Really can move, do everything. Like, yeah, it's gonna yeah, be fun, and yeah. those are kind of the one and done schools, yeah. right? So you yeah. kind of get to meet the, some of the best freshmen in the yeah. nation tonight. Uh, Michigan State always—they're like they're guaranteed to play on this like first four Tuesday that they do every right. year, and usually they're pretty darn good. Uh, and this year they're coming in unranked, so it's a little bit weird. Uh, the Big Ten being as up as it as it has been—I mean, being really good—is that Michigan State has not been to their normal, what you expect them to be. Uh, we'll see. I mean, if you get a big win tonight, you can kind of change the narrative a yep. little bit. I don't know if you saw this in Monday Night Football last night, uh, but one of the bigger plays was a sack by the Chicago Bears. Cassius Marsh uh, sacked Ben Roethlisberger. It was a big play in the game. I'd yep. have won it for him. Uh, but then he celebrates a little bit uh, in front of the Pittsburgh bench and I guess you know basically just looked at the bench uh, and then he uh, starts to walk back, and he hits the official. Well, bump, bumps in. The official actually bumped into him. Yeah, hip checked um, him on purpose. And he, and he kind of like. hip checked him, and then he flo- throws the flag way into the air. Went like twenty feet in the air. Yeah, uh, it was going to hurt somebody when it came down, but it didn't. Uh, but he gets a fifteen-yard penalty for staring at the Pittsburgh. Be- it wasn't really taunting, but no. they've been. And the official explained it after the game. Tony Cervante, I believe is his name, was the official that bumped in to uh, Cassius Mars. Um, and it cost them the game. Pittsburgh kicked a field goal. They ended up winning the game. Uh, but it feels like this taunting penalty needs to go away because it's never been that bad this year. Uh, and they're getting a lot of penalties. There are a lot of penalties being called. Yeah, and I know he said he called them. I I don't know. It's really hard when you look at the the play. I mean, yeah. he he kind of steps back and hip checks Cassius March coming off the off the field. It's it's very strange. And then throws the flag. And then after the game says it had nothing to do yeah. with running into each other. But he didn't throw the flag or reach for the flag until he bumped into him. Yeah. So it was just very strange. And, and, and for Marsh's sake, that's that's his celebration. You know, I don't know if if a mediocre player should have a, a, yeah. a signature celebratory dance, but he does. Uh, and uh, and and so you know, he does that all the time and doesn't get called for it. So I I I have to think that the official did not like the bump. But he caused the bump, so I'm not sure where that came um, from. It was very strange. If I was a Chicago Bears fan, I'd be mad if the goal was to win this year. I'm not um, sure if that's the goal anymore um, because they, they look like they could use an, another high draft pick. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I and that cost them the game. Yeah, yeah it did. Uh, a couple other subjects uh, that I want to hit real quickly from the NBA. Uh, Steph Curry, game high, season high uh, for any NBA player, 50 points uh, last night. Golden State uh, wins last night over Atlanta, 127-113. And he had 24 in the third, second quarter, or first quarter. I think he had 18 more in the second. I mean, he was ridiculous. He was 14 of 28 from the field. He was 9 of 9 from 3. He was 13 of 13 from the foul line. He also had 10 assists and 7 rebounds. In fact, he becomes the oldest player to score 50 with 10 assists. <laughs> nice. uh, the only other two players that did that, uh, Wilt Chamberlain, 
uh, is on the list. There was one. Oh, and Rick Barry uh, okay. did it both for the only other two players that did that for the Golden State Warriors. Anyway, uh, were those two guys? But pretty incredible what he's doing. He's now thirty three. Yeah, and he's he's played better than he ever has. On the babyface assassin, so you don't yeah. think he ages, but he does, and it's sad. I mean, the, the guy has changed the basketball landscape, the way that it's played, and uh, I just like to see him out there forever. And for a while, they got yeah. tired of the Warriors, but I'll never get tired of Curry pulling up from anywhere. Uh, I mean, he he's just incredible to watch. And you know, with those Kevin Durant years, yeah. you kind of you know he wasn't the best player on the on the team, so you know you kind of kind of set him off to the side. But you you forget that he's one of the best players in the league. Um, and, and probably right up there with Kevin Durant. Again, he gave he gave kind of gave Kevin Durant uh, control of that team. Um, and I just I, I wish there was somewhat of an alternate universe where that didn't happen. Yeah. I would have liked to see just just the numbers that he could have piled up in his prime those two yeah. years. And they won titles. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm sure he, he doesn't mind it too much, but um, he could have been the leader and, and maybe could have even raised the bar as far as where we think of him as an all-time great. Some of the shots that he was making last night were just ridiculous. Uh, but then you watch Steph Curry video, and sometimes you just turn yourself, you're like, okay, I, I've seen this before. And we should always be amazed because he's 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 truly the best shooter that has ever existed. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so that's pretty exciting. And they're nine and one, and and they still yeah. are waiting on With Clay no Thompson play. to come back. When they back. get Clay, they'll be uh, really, really good. Yeah. Uh, not that they aren't already; they're really, really good. Uh, it is time for box tops. Uh, the topic today, Bach. The top ten assistant coaches to replace the fire to coaches. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. All right, a, a few uh, a few numbers, actually more than ten to go through yeah. here. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna name them off. And you tell me right. your thoughts I'll react. of maybe how possible, okay. yeah. All right, let's start with uh, former Nebraska offensive line coach, now Arizona State offensive line coach, Mike Cavanaugh. Do you think you want to bring Mike Cavanaugh wow. back to yeah, fix that's the right. offensive uh, line? He was one of Mike Riley's friends, long-trusted yeah. colleagues. Uh, he's He was an okay offensive line coach. I wouldn't hate off- I wouldn't hate Cavanaugh. I, I didn't think he was bad. Yeah. Uh, their problem was they just didn't recruit good enough players. Uh, but I think he did the best he could to develop some of those guys, and some of those guys are still playing in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not his guys weren't throwing pick sixes left. No, and right. that's right. That was the quarterback. Yeah. Uh, how about uh, how about wide receivers? Let's look at Keith Williams, who's uh, from the Riley staff. He has joined the Ravens this past year as the team's pass game specialist. We're gonna bring uh, him back. Remember course, all those great DUI, Yeah, he's a great. I think he's a real. Maybe it was hype. I think some of it was a little bit of NFL hype, and that Keyshawn Junior was coming. Yeah, and this guy can really coach wide receivers, but. Uh, NFL guys would train with him all the time. Oh, yeah, uh, including Devontae Adams, Devontae, probably the best wide yeah, receiver in the Devontae, league. Yep, uh, and the, the guy is the real deal, and you don't just get jobs. I mean, Arizona, that's a pretty good gig. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Arizona State's having a very good year. Well, he, Mike Cavanaugh's uh, the Arizona State. Okay, Keith Williams sorry. is with the Ravens, okay, Ravens. which is also oh, a pretty I'm good sorry. gig. Yeah, that's, a, that's obviously NFL there. Yeah. Um, I think maybe you just uh, you bring it. You have to hire a driver along with him for uh, make sure he doesn't get another <laughs> DUI. I don't know how that happened. That, anyway. that happened one time. That happened three times. Okay. Happened one time in Lincoln for that's his right. third DUI. Yeah, that's right. It happened and one if time it happens in Lincoln. three times, I think that's a problem. And if you make that much money, I think you should hire a driver to be uh, along. Well, with uh, yes, uh, that's been a theme in the NFL. Hire uh, yeah. and and major league sports, obviously this uh, in the NFL as well. Uh, how about uh, former big money man Bruce Reed? He can come back and fix the special Where is teams. he? He's at Northern Arizona. Oh, wow. He's still coaching good. 
Still talk. coaching special teams. <laughs> Remember that whole thing? He was making five hundred grand a year, one of the highest, second, maybe second or third highest paid coach on the entire staff. He would coach <laughs> yeah. the first ten minutes of practice, and then special teams would be over, and then he would just get in his truck and drive home. Yeah, sometimes it's not even that. I Just based on one practice I've been to, I wouldn't hire that guy. <laughs> no, uh, but Mike Riley sure loved him. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but he was You need a special here. teams coordinator. It might be you worth a call. You do need one. Yeah, it that, might be one, worth a call. One of the industry's best. How about uh, former offensive coordinator Danny Langsdorf, now the quarterback coach for Colorado Buffaloes? All right. I d- oh, that's good to know. I, I actually didn't hate Danny Langsdorf. Yeah, he wasn't too bad. Didn't love him either. <laughs> yeah, he, wasn't he was the okay. greatest. Maybe just for quarterback coach. I, maybe I not I the just, offensive I think coordinator. Just part of it. I like the name Danny Langsdorf. Yeah. Remember- After the holidays, a little cash goes a long way. The Chime checking account has tons of benefits to help, like fee-free overdraft up to $200 for eligible members, no monthly fees, and thousands of fee-free ATMs. You can even get paid up to two days early with direct deposit. Sign up for Chime today at chime.com slash goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Access to direct deposits up to two days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from the payer. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Remember when he was, uh, hey, maybe Langsdorff's the coach in waiting after Riley That's retired. Right. He's getting older. <laughs> Langsdorff's a hot prospect. Yeah. Uh, that didn't turn out. Yeah, uh, how, about, how about a couple other guys, most notably um, on, on, on the op- other side of the ball on defense, but they are also special teams coordinators at their current spots. Ross Ells, linebacker coach and special teams uh, coordinator for Michigan State. See, and you'd be, I, I know I, I found that out when they, Nebraska played Michigan State earlier this year, uh, but he's also, I think, a Lincoln East or Northeast coach, former Northeast high coach. Oh, yeah. Might have been Ross Ells. Yeah. And then he coached at Nebraska. So, yeah, bring him on back. Let's let's bring it back. <laughs> I love that name. Yeah, that's pretty good. How about Mike Eckler, uh, former, who's now the outside linebacker coach for the Tennessee Volunteers, also a special teams coordinator. Wow. I like Mike Eckler. I'd bring I, him back. He wasn't a bad coach. I yeah. mean, of, of, if you were going to make the high, I actually would go with Bill Bush if I'm going to yeah. hire a special teams guy. But Eckler would be, uh, I mean, he's a good coach. How about former Nebraska offensive coordinator Sean Watson, who is now the the <laughs> offensive assistant and quarterback coach at Northern Iowa? Sean right. Watson's fallen down a little bit. He has the coaching uh, ranks. Remember when uh, instead of firing him, Bo Pelini, because he was kind of handed yeah. Sean Watson from the Bill Callahan era. Yeah. Uh, instead, he gave him a try at offensive coordinator, didn't work out. And instead of firing him, they they just. Had him get another job somewhere in college football. Yeah. I think well, then he went to Louisville. It was in Louisville. Lamar yeah. Jackson, yeah. actually. Yeah. yeah, and it went really well. But, yeah. um, and at Texas. That, at that time, we thought, <laughs> well, man, he's being demoted, but Bo got him another gig so he could hire a new offensive coordinator. Wasn't it Sean Watson? Both Sean Watson and Tim Beck got jobs at Texas, right. I believe. Eventually yeah, that's right. They did. They did. And Tim Beck even took the Ohio State one before that. So that's good to know he's still up. in college football. Yeah, Northern Iowa is a little bit of a lower level, um, but that's fine. How about uh, Ted Gilmore? Tight ends coach at Michigan State he was, right uh, now. He was Callahan's wide receiver coach, That's I right. believe. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, where is he now? Not a bad one. He's a tight end coach at Michigan State. Okay. Uh, Michigan State's got them all. Yeah, Michigan State's got a few former yeah. Oscars. 
All right, where's Turner Gill? <laughs> Turner Gill is uh, where is Turner Gill now? He's I, not I didn't at write it down. He's like he's like working in an athletic department in Arkansas, I believe. But oh, you know, he had a pretty good. He was at career. Arkansas, and I think his wife had. He took that gig because uh, he didn't have time to be you know involved as highly as he was. Yeah. I mean, it's to, his wife had had some health problems. Oh, okay. I, I know, uh, but he then he went to Arkansas, right? The University of. And I thought he had left there, but he's still in Arkansas. I'd have to double check. I, okay. that's, that's the All last right. thing I, okay. I saw. But uh, right. he he would be a well. I mean, I think Husker fans would like to bring Turner Gill. Back. Oh yeah, <laughs> who, who doesn't love Turner Gill? How about Bobby Newcomb, who's now the head coach at Castile High School in Arizona? How about you know the '97 wow. co- uh, quarterback? You need the '98 quarterback to help you too. Yeah, well, there you go. And maybe uh, does he have a Bobby Newcomb Jr.? Uh, does he have a son? <laughs> yeah, maybe, I play? think so. We, we hire him and bring his son. I mean, any of these kids. That's the problem. Nebraska hasn't developed enough kids. Uh, I mean, the, the superstar. <laughs> the I mean, Trev Albertson <laughs> has six sons that yeah. all attended to the University of Nebraska. Same with Grant Wistrom. That's right. We should start a program where the college kids, while they're in college, start having kids. <laughs> but only males. No, no, they can be females, well, too. We sound- can use them on volleyball. Okay, it sounded better when I said it in my head <laughs> oh, okay. before I said it out loud. Uh, probably not in the cards here because he's on the defensive side of the ball. But you see Trent Bray now, the defensive coordinator, interim defensive coordinator at Oregon State. He's and, a- and former interim head coach, if you don't forget, right. at Nebraska. I thought he might have been the best coach at Nebraska. He was a really good recruiter. Yeah, uh, and, Riley and his dad was like a coach somewhere at that time, and he, he's he's just a very good coach. I'm surprised. I know he's the interim, yeah, uh, defensive coordinator. I wonder if he gets that job. I think it'll depend on how he does. Yeah, we'll probably see. will. And it's kind of weird because Jonathan Smith—that's kind of their breakout year out there in Oregon State—and they're even making a fire right now because they, they're obviously uh, their defense right. is holding them back. Uh, by the way, Avery Avery Roberts is not holding them back. He's he's one of the nation's leading in tacklers. Man, how did we miss on that guy? I mean. We didn't think he was good when he was here. <laughs> yeah, well, he didn't play. Him. He didn't play. Well, he was only here one year. Yeah. How about we bring back Barney Cotton? I don't know what he's up to now, but, uh, of course, former offensive coordinator right. in 2003, uh, longtime offensive line coach here, uh, and uh, he had some sons that helped That's right. Nebraska. He said two of them, right? Or is it, yeah. Ben, Sam, there was two, was three, there wasn't three? there? Was yeah. there three? Jake, okay. Ben, Sam, and Jake. Nice, nice. Well done on the Cotton family. I'm a big Cotton family fan. Well, why so. wouldn't you be? <laughs> uh, I went and saw him as the OC at UNLV when I was there, actually. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would consider bringing him back. I mean, but he's in his 60s now, probably, yeah. and I think he had a heart transplant. Yeah, he I had hope some he's health doing. Problems, he had some major health problems, and I hope he's doing well. I, I don't even know what he's doing now. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if he's up yeah. to much, but uh, it's, I always like bringing up the yeah. Cottons. They're a good Husker football yep. family. Yeah, uh, how about Tim Albin? Oh, he's not. <laughs> he might, he'll probably get fired he's at the, Ohio. He replaced Frank Solich as the head coach <laughs> at Ohio. I think they, they have two wins so far, yeah, so he might be out in the better market. than they've had for. I mean, they, didn't they start like zero and five or yeah, six or yeah. something like that? Uh, but yeah, he was. Uh, he designed a forty-two flash reverse. Yeah, right? yeah. For I think that's that was his play. Uh, and I've told you the story. I was interviewing Frank uh, about trick plays, and he finally got so aggravated with me because I asked the same question ten different ways because Frank doesn't give you a long answer, and he finally yelled at me for asking about trick plays. Uh, <laughs> and, right. and justifiably so because Nebraska used the 41 fl- – it was 41 flash reverse, yeah. right? Was it black 41 flash black reverse? Black 41 yeah. flash reverse. Thank you. Yeah, that was a good play. Uh, but that was Tim Albin that came up with that play. 
Uh, how about uh, Ed Ordron? He's got an opening. He's on the defensive line. But really, that LSU staff, you, maybe you could bring him along. But Jake Peets is the name all the Husker fans right. are clamoring for. Is former he from Nebraska. Nebraska? He's from yeah, Nebraska. Yeah, he played for Nebraska. He's from Nebraska. He's the LSU offensive coordinator. And that offense is holding them back. So, but yeah. still, still a rising guy in the, in the industry. I don't want that offense. It's ugly. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, if you had Joe Burrow running, it'd probably be a lot better. <laughs> yeah, I think, that, I think it depends on the, the personnel you have yeah, there. It probably does. Uh, I'll throw this one out there about Zach Taylor. You pay enough money. Is that no, uh, did they save enough money they can buy him from the Bengals? Uh, did you, would you want him? Would you want Jack, Zach Taylor? <laughs> as an assistant coach? Yeah. Yeah, as an assistant coach. I guess you would. As I a mean, head coach, that would be uh, interesting. He's a brilliant I mind. I mean, some people think he could become the next uh, Sean McVay or Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, because that's what you do in the NFL. You hire a 30-something coach that's pretty good-looking and tall, former quarterback, and then that's what you do. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's kind of the new recipe. It was kind of cool because the, the Browns played the Bengals this last year, or this last week, so it was Bill Callahan against his former quarterback because uh, uh, he's right. with the Browns now. So That's right. Big 12 player of the year. Yeah. And unfortunately for Zach Taylor – they were started like four and two, right? Uh, now they've lost their last couple. They, of games. they have not looked good as of late. No, uh, we mentioned this as a joke earlier, but it's not a joke. Tim Beck would be a great addition for Nebraska. <laughs> uh, Tim Beck and John Garrison actually both out there on the o- offensive uh, staff for North Carolina State. Beck is the offensive coordinator. Garrison's the offensive line coach. They're in the top twenty-five. They're playing Wake this week. If they beat Wake, I mean, they might be the ACC champs by the end of the year. How old is Tim Beck? He's got to be in now Scott's. Scott's age, right? Yeah, or maybe a little older, probably. Maybe a little bit older. I, I, I always voice my opinion. It took a lot of crap from the text line for saying I really liked him back. Yeah, you did. You did back in the day. Yeah, I know. Oh, I because he was. Uh, people didn't always like Beck's offense. No, because uh, he, but he was so controlled by Bo. It was like you're going yeah. too fast. You're going too fast. You're going too fast. I got to slow it down. Run the ball. Give my defense a break. Uh, meddling defensive coordinators who are head coaches sometimes make programs fail. Yeah. I think. I, that's why I don't like Mike Zimmer uh, with Minnesota. <laughs> All right. We just got a few more names here. Uh, uh, how about uh, Joe Gans is the most popular one Nebraska fans want because they loved him as a quarterback. He's Where now he? Northern Iowa. Where yeah, is he? wide receiver yep. coach for yep. Northern Iowa. Yep. Uh, and that's where Scott Frost did some time there. Yeah, as well. So you know, bring all the north. They have a, a linebacker currently uh, from North. That's right. That they, they should bring all the Northern Iowa people back. People would go crazy if Joe Gans was back. I love to Joe Gans. <laughs> Everybody loves Joe. But he tried to run the Callahan offense, though. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Because that's when he had his most success. I, we, I hope I they mean, wouldn't bring him in for offensive coordinator. Uh, maybe just the the wide receiver right. coach or quarterback yeah. coach or something. Yeah. But, uh, and of course, the best options we we already mentioned Bill Callahan on the offensive line. Probably going to be hard hired hard to hire him away. But uh, Tom Osborne and Frank Solich might be uh, might be out there. I mean, you right. could. Uh, Breathe a little bit more 1997 juice in sure. this place. And there you go. They, sh- they could at least be on that interim staff. Yeah. Uh, and tell you, I mean, how many weeks is it going to take to hire a coach or all four coaches? It's going to be weird. Do you uh, want to do you want to hire them now? <laughs> do you want to? I mean, no. Do you want to wait till the pools are, are kind of no, empty? No, you want to wait until the, yeah. the teams have fired their head coaches and then right. they'll have a bunch of uh, assistants to deal with unless you're USC or, you know, you, you know, special situations like we've seen a few of them in college football. I don't know. Uh, I think there's already some good guys available. If you feel like you, you've got your guy and nobody has, you know, nobody's after him currently, go get him. I mean, we see this all the time before bowl games. The guys, you know, opt out, and they're not even coaching the bowl game. 
Yeah. Uh, Scott did that, and that was rather weird uh, in some ways. I'm glad he did it uh, with UCF, but it might have set Nebraska back a little yeah, bit. Not necessarily. Might glad be one he of the. Re- <laughs> I was happy. I was happy because it he, was cool to cheer yeah. for him in the bowl game, and it worked out well. And um, they have the national championship that they they claim and all that, but. You're I still don't mad know. about it. You're still I'm not mad, about, mad it. about it. It's just that they <laughs> that recruiting class wasn't very good. Yeah. They started zero and six. I think that maybe some of you know maybe right. you know. I thought uh, it would focusing help the on Nebraska and the new job. Yeah, I think it. I thought it, it gave too. them. It got them Adrian Martinez. I think in part that they played in that bowl game. I don't know. I think. I think sometimes it benefits you because you're advertising on right. national TV in a bowl game. They show your face. Oh yeah, the, here's the the new coach at Nebraska. It uh, wasn't a bad idea at the time. I supported it at the time. Uh, like I said, the class hasn't turned out well, and they started no. 0-6, no. so I'm just not sure it worked out. Yeah, I like I like the petty side of Bach occasionally because we don't <laughs> see it every day. We're oh, at- by the way, my bit, my tongue-in-cheek uh, offensive coordinator that I really want is Paul Johnson. Oh, oh! before we get to break, uh, speaking of the joke of the day, that oh, felt like right. a joke yeah. segment. Uh, we're introducing a brand-new segment called the Husker Joke of the Day, and it comes from... The text line, I don't remember what time it was. I think it was in the 11 o'clock hour when yeah. we were talking about the potential of the Husker joke of the day. And if this works, it's going to take off and it's going to be sponsored and we're going to all make a lot of money off the Husker <laughs> uh, joke of the day. And we need your help for it. That's why that's we're right. going that's, back that's, to uh, That's why we're trying to find it on the text line. Yeah, right? I found it. Uh, this right. one, today's joke of the day comes from What Blanket. He says, do you think this offseason the new offense coordinator will prepare for both Odd and even front. But uh, that that uh, rim shot type joke right yeah. there. Uh, see, I thought that was funny, and maybe it's a segment we'll do never again, or we'll do it every day. Yeah. Uh, let's get to break and come back with this topic. I want to think about this for a while, and I want some good input on the text line four six four five six eight five Sutter Hamid text line Honda Lincoln Hotline. What do you want Nebraska's offense to look like? What should it look like? Uh, going forward. I mean, the, who he hires as offensive coordinator will maybe say something about that. Uh, but I would, would like the input from the text line. We'll do it coming up next on Tom and Bach. You're listening to Tom and Bach. Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.